The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 151 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. How would you like to play games all for a good cause? Well, now you can at the Extra Life event going on October 12th and 13th at Game HQ in Southwest Oklahoma City. This 24-hour event brings together tabletop gamers to raise money for Children's Hospital Foundation. Here to talk about it are dear friends from the show, Amber Hannigan, Matt Cavanaugh, and Ashley King. Welcome back to the show. I've had, I think I've had all of you on. Matt, this is your first time, right? Yeah, this is my first time. Well, we are so excited to have you here. See, this is fun, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, a lot of fun. Um, okay, so uh, Amber does he does he get to have the red V? That's right. Yes, yeah. congratulations. <laughs> you are one of so that's, us. That's one what of you us. had all on your heads the whole time, ever <laughs> since you were on the show. <laughs> now it all makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Amber. Uh, first off, I'm excited. I know all about this because I, I we went last year. But tell us yeah. what if no one's ever been to Extra Life. What is this all about? Uh, so Extra Life in general is um, a table or a gaming event that people can put on for ideally 24 hours, but really any time length mm-hmm. that you want. And you can raise money for the Children's Miracle Network. And so you choose your hospital and the money goes directly to your hospital. So in our cl- case, um, we raise money for Children's Hospitals Foundation mm-hmm. here in Oklahoma City, which is the, ch- the OU Children's Medical Center downtown. Yeah, and they it all serve, goes to a good cause right here in Oklahoma. Yeah, right here yeah. in Oklahoma, and they serve all seventy-seven counties in Oklahoma. So, no child is turned away, regardless of um, willingness to pay or what have you. So that's where these dollars go. And it starts at eight o'clock, uh, f- the Friday night, the twelfth. And you guys are, are you really going to be going for 24 hours? It's yeah. p.m., 8 p.m. Yes, yeah. 8 p.m. Yes. 8 p.m. to 8 p.m. And we do a uh, full 24 hours. We have several people that will go home and nap. Um, but we have a lot of people that come from, like, Ashley comes from Edmond. So. Yeah, it's, it's it's a bit of a drive. So I, I just have a tendency when, when things get quiet at the game store, I just go hide under one of the oh, tables yeah. with a blanket. And, mm-hmm. yeah, then they'll see me again <laughs> in a couple hours. I'll be like, hey, hi, how's everybody? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'd be surprised um, the amount of people that say the full 24 hours. Um, it's not just you think you'll just be like kids and stuff like that. It's, you, it's usually a lot of young kids, though. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of kids, lot but of there are a lot of uh, of our our age and older that will stay and wake the Which whole time. Which is still time. young. Our age still it's, young. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the older you get, the harder it is yeah. to stay up the 24 yeah. hours. Yeah. I don't know. I've always had this problem where I, and I, because I'm a morning person because I do the morning show, but mm. I'm also find myself a night person. Once the sun goes down, I'm back awake. I'm ready to go. So I, yeah. you know, it's for me. I, it's, I can, I can, I could probably do. I could probably do 24 hours from the eight o'clock on. I, I wouldn't want to try it. I actually came when I came last year. Uh, we had our poor DM. He'd been up all night long and was yeah. real. And it was, he was so my very so. 
Extra Life is my one-year anniversary. I had not played 5e Dungeons & Dragons until Extra Life of last year. So my very first game, my son's very first game, was a very, very tired (laughs) DM. (laughs) And he worked so hard to walk us through because we had no idea how to play the game. I mean, I... Had you have some sense because D and D itself, the the bare bones of D and D hasn't changed. Yeah, um, it's yeah. just the rules. It's the the what do you do with this? The the bonuses, you know, mm-hmm. what all that matters. But so we had to go through that um, while my son was just learning the ropes of just how do you role play? Yeah, um, and he chose a female uh, halfling rogue. So. Mm-hmm. Completely outside of his wheelhouse, so he's like, okay, uh, you know, and but he did a really good job. But it, um, I know that they do go home and rest, so uh, at least some do, some don't. And like your do. DM, yeah, sounds like he did the whole twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah. We are trying to remedy that a little bit this this year. We don't take people and be like, go home, man. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, we don't tell people (laughs) when to go home. You make your choice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Get some Red Bull. We've got coffee. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, so this year we're starting the epic a, a little earlier. So we're starting the we're doing the D and D epic at one p.m. and we're starting um, mustering at twelve forty-five yes. on Saturday. And so in the past we had we started later in the day around four, so that made it really tough, especially for people who had done the full twenty-four hours. So mm-hmm. I think that will help a little bit. Um, a lot of that has yeah. to do with this year we are coordinating a lot closer with the game shop. And we just have um, a much better, a tighter schedule. And we have basically the whole back half is completely dedicated to us. So we're not splitting tables and hairs and stuff like that. And we have a, you can find it all on the website this year, but we have a schedule oh, color coordinated with the tables. And that's on, that's on the, it was, what's the name of your website? There? And so um, our webpage is extralifeokc.org slash GHQ. And that will take you to our um, Extra Life page, our event page. Good deal. So uh, last year, I think it was, it was, there didn't seem to be much of a schedule. Was it just kind of a... There was a schedule, but we had a conflict where the game shop had scheduled something else at the same oh, time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it was a pretty large magic tournament with Basically, a yeah. pretty oh, significant right. yes. cash prize for yeah. people. So it wasn't one of those things where like, hey, well, we, can we do it another weekend? Right. This was this was planned by Star City Games for Magic the Gathering. It was yeah. so Game HQ has actually set aside this entire weekend just for for the yes. event itself. Mm-hmm. The Great. front the front of the store will still have um, their regular Saturday Magic sure. and Pokemon play and and more games and stuff like that. But the whole back half of the store is dedicated entirely to Extra Life this year, and we don't we're not competing with any other major events. And I like the fact that the Epic is not quite as late. Of course, I didn't play in the Epic because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> no idea. Um, and, and but um, the the I, this way also even people who get up early in the morning, they're there at like seven eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, they're not four is is really late, so but one o'clock is really that. That go-to time, yeah. maybe I've had some practice games, I'm ready to go now, I'm ready to go into the Epic. Because yeah. yeah. um, is it going to be anything like the Epic, Ashley, that we had for um, the SoonerCon? Uh, yeah, it'll it'll definitely be um, very similar to um, SoonerCon's Epic, just in terms of like how it's handled. So there will be kind of some interesting interplay between the, there's only two tiers in this Epic, right. so just Tier 1, Tier 2. Um, but this one is called uh, the Iron Baron. So you are basically it's it's an infiltration mission uh, into the heart of a fire giant's forge to oh cool yeah it's 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 going to be really exciting so I'm 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 really pleased with uh, with this epic and I'm I'm excited to run it that's so. fantastic and if you're not sure uh, when we say tears tears refer to the level. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. um, at which the cutoff is tier ones one through four. Yep. And then tier two is five through ten. 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 And yep. then three is eleven through. We don't. We 11, through, should, eleven through sixteen. This one doesn't. This 20, one yeah. doesn't have. Yeah. This, a tier. Is, this one is very. So it's it's very uh, entry level entry level player friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, we definitely definitely need some more some more tier ones to yeah. To so come join if you've us. never played before, you could make a tier one fifth edition character, or if you come early in the in, in the morning, mm-hmm. we can help you out, make a character, or provide a pre generated character for you. Yeah. So we definitely welcome, even though it's an epic and it, that might sound scary, it's because it's an entry level epic. It's essentially an adventure, and we welcome new players. Encouraged to make a character and show up early and level it up. Yeah. And then you'll have it for the epic, so it won't be level one, and you won't feel very useless. Right, you'll have you'll kind of know what it can do yeah. because if you yeah. can if you can go, do a couple of the games in, you might be second or third level yep. uh, to be able to play a little bit. And of course, third level is really I think in 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 five e third level is really where you yeah. get to be because that's you. Three so kind of mostly hit your, you're choosing yeah, your archetypes. You hit your three um, yeah, three is usually the. Big jump in power yeah. for a yeah. lot of classes. You get your second level spells. If you're a sorcerer or a wizard, it's your it's your archetype. If you're a fighter, ranger, you know, uh, bard, whatever. Um, so yeah, that's that's really where where it hits. So if you, can really, if you can really yeah, if you can really push it up to third level by that time, you're yeah. really ready to go. You know your character well enough to be able to really hit your stride. And, and that's where up. the epics are usually geared towards third level. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're like a group of five six players, it's all level one. You're going to have a really hard time. Um, and the DM is gonna, it's gonna feel a little less epic, I should say. Like the mm-hmm. DM could do a bunch of stuff, but they have to scale down the difficulty to such an extreme level, yeah. Because you just don't have the the tool sets. So mm-hmm. usually when we we try to do the marshalling, we'll we'll try to balance the yeah, level definitely, somewhat. Yeah, definitely. Definitely try, try to, to balance balance the parties so that people, even if you know there is you know a level one mm-hmm. in the party that you know they they have some of those higher level characters that can help protect them. So. Yeah, and when I was the thing I loved about it, again last year was our first time to ever play, and so we uh, played a couple of games, and they everyone there was really nice to help us help guide us through how to play, uh, what to do with our characters. Now I'd, I'd already read the books and I'd already created our characters, so we didn't have to initially help to create the characters, but learning to play those characters and learning what the characters can do, especially when you're talking about a rogue, uh, he's got his sneak attack. When does the sneak attack work? How does it work? Um, there's things like that that you just don't really know. And so it's nice to have, and I think, I think all of the DDAL uh, DMs and players have been really good about, uh, let's help you out with whatever it is you need help with. And so it's, I, I think it's been, it's been great. Uh, and I think anybody who's out there who's listening to this and that I've never played before, the epic or the the extra life event is a great way to come in and learn for the very first time how mm-hmm. to play and why it's so much fun and why it's becoming probably the most popular uh, role playing game uh, right now. Yeah. And you you know where else are you going to go be able to play at a store and at the same event be able to buy some food mm-hmm. and you know we have some prize raffles and it's just a really upbeat atmosphere because it's a yeah, it's, it's a nice a, charity event. Yeah, really and all fun. that goes to good 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 causes as well, yeah. the food and everything like that. This is our fifth year um, doing it with Game HQ. Um, I looked at the numbers this morning with what we've raised so far um, for this event. We're over nine thousand two hundred dollars in the five years that we've been running this. That's awesome. Um, and we have a total goal of five thousand dollars this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just it's a really fun. I people look forward to it every year because it's just a very positive environment and atmosphere because we're all we all know it's going for a good cause. And like all your dollars are just, they're going directly to the hospital. And we, this year we're doing um, four raffles drawings, um, which in the past we've done three. And so this is the most, and this is 
we get sponsors, uh, local game shops, mm-hmm. Edmund Unplugged, Luton XP, Game Face, Wizards Asylum, uh, Heroes Rise, for example. Um, and then also parts of the community like Hertz Sedona, OKC, Domino's, like just a bunch of, we have a whole bunch of sponsors that are coming together and they offer prize support and food support for this event. And so everyone has a chance to. Very generous. Yeah, yeah. everyone has a chance to get something fun out of it. Well, it's Oklahoma. I, yeah. <laughs> people, yeah. I, it's Oklahoma. That's one of the reasons why I love Oklahoma. Is well, the fact that they, people really do step up in this. In it was a little, we started getting the sponsors, I think it was two years ago or last year. Uh, about four years ago was when we first did When we that. really started getting the sponsors. Yeah, when we yeah. last, yeah, it was, it was two years ago. Up. It was two years ago where we really kind of hit the sponsors. And trying to make that sell a little bit, it's like, wait, you want me to donate prizes to an event in another game shop? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't understand. Why would I do that? But it it showed that they, they, they kind of understood mm-hmm. that this the was a, a children's charity, and um, it was such a positive experience for a lot of them that they actually like just you know they they kind of like, hey, when's that extra life event coming up? Yeah. You know. And it takes what, what time. That's do. why I think once you hit your fifth year, yeah. you're, you've, you've really kind of hit the stride of, oh, you're not just, this isn't a one night thing. Yeah. People uh, recognize yeah. it now. And I'll get, I actually have people emailing me yeah. now about it. So that's, Isn't that amazing? That's, cool. that's I know yeah. I was. Yeah. I know what after last year's epic. Where, I mean, Ab, God, I keep doing that. Extra <laughs> life. Um, I was, I was, I was ready for the next one. So mm-hmm. I think the fact that you you have shown that you okay, you're, we're going to stick to this. We're going to do this once a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it really shows that people now. Okay, they want to be a part of it every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She's gotten stopped and be like, "You're the extra life girl." Yeah. <laughs> and then people go, "I don't know who you are." And I'm like, that, "That's fine." That's, that's so, what I have with the morning show. Too. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, you're the guy who talks to me on the radio every oh, day. I recognize that voice. <laughs> yeah, it's like other people. I don't know who you are at all. I don't even know how you sound. But yeah, I'm, I'm eclipsed by her very much, but that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Just, just basket. That's fine. It's wonderful. I get to go along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's one of those things. You know, we've with the extra life event, we have been growing in in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we mm-hmm. we have you know pretty good sponsorships now with all the different game stores that have opened up um all the different restaurants now that are you know helping us out with with the food donations um you know which which makes it amazing because you get all of this delicious food for you know a a decent price Mm -hmm. and you know it all goes towards the charity um and then you know we've been we've been doing streams um Mm -hmm. yeah last year was the first year that we partnered with a twitch streamer uh okay plays Mm -hmm. Uh, Kaylee, she's a, a total sweetheart, and she has been. Um, she helped us out last year with uh, with doing a stream mm-hmm. at the event, mm-hmm. and then this year we actually expanded out into doing uh, four sessions of a D and D campaign that we've been playing over the last four weeks. Yeah, the second one was was just last night. The third, third one. one. Third one was last. Third night. one That's was right. last yes. night. Yes. So yeah, we've been. Um, and Ashley wrote that adventure, and mm-hmm. she's yeah. she's the DM for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. she's being, yeah, she's being modest. Yeah. 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 I, I, I saw the first bring it up. Please, please, so it doesn't look completely <laughs> egotistical. Um, but yeah, but no. So we've we've just grown in so many different ways, and so mm-hmm. there's just so many different avenues that we and use. the chilies. Yeah, and the chilies. So, so this yeah, this year we're doing we we got some different uh, chilies restaurants to do a. Um, a giving night, which which on October second, this Tuesday. I don't, this, when is this airing? <laughs> yes. Oh, we know. I'll write as soon as we're done. Yeah. yeah okay, so I'll put okay. this right out. Yeah. So, so to yeah. Tuesday, October the second. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got the Chili's locations here. So yes. if you yeah. if you eat at the Chili's in Midwest City, um, on Southeast 29th, the Norman Chili's, 
the um, one on Oklahoma or on Northwest Expressway and Rockwell. Um, oh, okay. And or the Edmond location or the the Edmond. That's the one on third off thirty third and on South Broadway. Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or the 240 Santa Fe, uh, the I-240 service road one on South oh, right, Side. Right by Game HQ. By Game yeah. HQ. Mm-hmm. Those are the five locations that are participating. So That's if you, fantastic. If you eat at Chili's at all during the day, you just have to mention Extra Life when you go. Yep. We also have um, a flyer. You have to mention thing. Extra Life. Right. Yeah. Or yeah. bring the flyer. Yeah. Or bring if the you flyer. Find one. Yeah. We, we cannot stress this enough. Yeah. <laughs> Say, I'm here for Extra Life. Yeah, I'm here for Extra Life. <laughs> and then 15% of your purchase will be donated directly to oh, our fuck. Extra Life event. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, everybody, go out Tuesday. You know you love chilies anyway. Yeah. It's like, I'm chilies anyway. Yeah. I might so as well just go and... You get, again, you get good food yeah. and you get to support a good cause. Southwest so. egg rolls, I think, is what people like. Oh, those yeah. Southwest, Southwest egg rolls. <laughs> those are really good, yeah. <laughs> Um, of course, their burgers are really fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, could you have a margarita? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, now, would uh, and it's, you were talking about Hertz Donuts. So you've. It sounds like even the food at the event is going to be even a little bit better than it was last year. Yeah. Uh, so in <laughs> in the past, uh, I've really struggled to get food donors. I think mm-hmm. it's just because you know it. What is this? We don't really. It's know. an unknown, yeah. it's an unknown yeah. quantity. What are you doing? Yeah. How will this benefit us? Right. With yeah. you know, with us donating this to you. So but. we've done a mix in the past. Like we've done bar- our own barbecuing. We uh, had done like a lot of times. My parents, they are they have a business in Hawaii, but they donate some money so we can get pizza. And my stuff dad like owns that. a dealership. <laughs> <laughs> but they're just like here, you know, give us a tax receipt or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing is all of the donations you can get tax receipts for. Right. Um, so all these businesses, if they tell us the value of what they're donating, we give them a tax receipt. Um, so this year, uh, Domino's actually was a connection uh, because Leslie Stewart is uh, one of the magic judges at Game HQ. Oh. And he's a player there. And uh, he saw our event last year and he was like, oh, well, I can, I'm one of the managers of mm-hmm. Domino's here in the city, so I can donate. So he came on board for um, Saturday night meal. Mm-hmm. Game HQ always provides the lunch meal on Saturday, and I've always been really generous with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, our, our friend Lauren, we have a good staff this year too. That's another yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Is that's, I've, that's I've kind of yeah, I've kind of always done it myself in the <laughs> oral, and like pulled in like few people here and there for like the things that they need. But this year, I'm like, okay, we're gonna actually have meetings, and we're gonna have the people that have always helped me out the most come on board. It's it's all official and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's real. <laughs> we had like minutes taken at a meeting. Yeah. yeah. Like, what yeah. Are, like, really, are, are we grown you're, ups you're, now? You're becoming the man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. like this. I'm gonna go get my so gonna get a corporate. tattoo and dye my hair. Aslan uh, Burroughs, who's the director of yeah. SoonerCon, she's come on board oh, and she yay. she's a huge help in getting us the schedule and the, the so layout. So this is small potatoes for her. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is this yeah. is like yeah. a baby yeah. event. She's like, God, I do this in my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> she met, she's met. she been meeting directly with the um, owners and staff of, of GameHQ to make sure we're all like kosher and, and, and on board. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's just having that when you have those people that we can all like uh, spread it out so that we're not all like one person stressed out about everything. It's really nice. Um, and so she means her. <laughs> yeah, let's let's be perfectly honest. She means her. She means her. Yeah. Yeah. I you know and now uh, it's it's not just D and D though. No, I, no. I, yeah. I, 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 we do no. talk about D and D a lot. <laughs> it's not just D and D. Talk about that. Yeah. Um. And that's another thing. Um. We've strived for over the years. And the first year we did it, it was um Anthony Caracelli's idea. 
and um, he's one of our D- DDAL players. He's written adventures mm-hmm. for D and D. He actually wrote the the scavenger hunt adventure that, we're doing Friday that we'll do night. Friday night. So. Yeah. So besides the D and D epic Friday night, we're doing um, a D and D scavenger hunt. It's an adventure he wrote. That's essentially there's a party going on in the mm-hmm. city, and there's a scavenger hunt, and the players play a scavenger hunt essentially, and it's going to be a competition. So it's a ten dollar entry fee. And then, um, and that kicks off around 8.30. 8, 8.30, 9-ish. 9-ish. Yeah. Um, and then what will happen is all the tables will be competing against each other. So who can get through it the fastest and f- solve all the puzzles. <laughs> That's and then awesome. Whichever um, team table wins, they Edmund Unplug has donated $25 gift certificates for each player. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I could, I could really quickly spend $25. I know, <laughs> right? At Edmund Unplug, it's not hard. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few dice probably on your list. Oh, gosh. Oh, they've got, some, they've got the, new, the new trays, the new oh. foldable down trays. That yes. Are really cool. Well, yeah, so, the, the, the food. So, so that's the expansion is on D&D this year is we always try and do something like a little different Friday night yeah. and that's what we're doing this year. So we have that in the Epic. Mm-hmm. And then besides that, um, after the year after Anthony did it, I came on board and I was like, well, we could really make this a tabletop community event. Mm-hmm. So we can yeah. bring in, we have such a big board game community here um, and war gamers and all kinds that we could bring in more events. And so every year we've kind of brought in new people and, um, I can't say enough about the Oklahoma Tabletop Gaming Club. Mm-hmm. That's Tim and Carol Miller. They've been there since that second year, and they've run tabletop gaming or board games every year. And um, this year, we've really got space dedicated to them. They're doing five tournaments for board games. Oh, wow. And uh, those vary $5 to $10 entry fee, depending on the game. Mm-hmm. And um, Friday night, we're doing a Ticket to Ride New York tournament. Oh. And then we're doing uh, a Carcassonne tournament. Oh, yes. Uh, and then we'll be playing some werewolves. We always play werewolves yeah. after midnight. That's not a tournament. It's just it's just it's fun. just yeah. fun time. You know, you're you're exhausted, but uh, you know, because it's it's like the midnight the midnight slump. Werewolf when is fun down, too. But That's a great game to play after midnight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's all dark. It's all spooky. It's, it's nice. Yep. It's October. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so that's werewolves is basically a game where uh, everyone just gets a card, and you're either a villager or a werewolf. Mm-hmm. And the werewolf, every night, the werewolves kill someone. So someone's out. Yeah. And during the day phase, you're arguing about who's a werewolf. Yeah, who's, who's <laughs> and you don't know who's got the card. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's a lot about, like, tricking each other and, and that sort of thing. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, and then so much, it's an exercise in group exactly. lines. Yes. 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 <laughs> it's like Mafia. If you've played Mafia, you've played werewolves, more or less. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a different theme put over top yeah. of it. <laughs> It's kind of scary, like to find out. Like, I feel like it's always the most meek person that you think, like, yeah, you, you like, never, sure you would never, accuse, yeah, you would never accuse that and person. Yeah. The we play with, always. we play with someone who we're convinced is a sociopath. <laughs> After playing werewolves, <laughs> After playing with them because you were like, I swear that person was being honest, and you find out, no, they have never told the truth ever. <laughs> I'm not convinced they've ever done it in their lives. <laughs> it gets scary. You go. Oh my God! You could have committed so, yeah. so many crimes, and I would have no yeah. idea. I mean, you told me in the face you didn't steal that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't believe you. Um, so then we'll have um, we also will have some tables just for open play if you just want to come and play board mm-hmm. games. Um, and then on Saturday morning uh, we have our Ticket to Ride tournament, which we've done the last three years or so, and it's always been pretty popular. Ticket to Ride is always a popular game. Oh yeah, very accessible. If mm-hmm. you even if you've only played maybe you know two or three rounds of it. Um, I mean, it's enough of a game where strategy does matter, obviously, but it's enough of a game where, you know, you can get lucky. 
And strategy also is very easy to pick up too. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've played it uh, several times, but the first and the first few times I played it, every time I look at it, I got kind of scared because mm-hmm. it looks far more complicated. Then I get back into playing. I'm like, oh, I forgot how actually easy this game. The game is very easy, but it's I mean, you have the strategy. It's not hard to pick up. You immediately go, okay, I know I need to get this, 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 and this to get you know as many points as possible. And and how do I do that? So mm-hmm. it, that's what I love. I think it's one of the simplest games to play, so, and yeah. yet it's it's complex enough to where it's always different. It's always fun. It keeps you, it keeps you coming back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think, good fast I think it's a good entry level yeah. too. Like for somebody like the people that are like, oh, I've only ever played Monopoly and Sorry and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And they're like, I don't, you know, if they're nervous about getting into what they think is more complex board games, Ticket to Ride still feels a lot like those traditional board games. Um, so it's not too scary, but it's still simple, but it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of strategy um, involved. Yeah, it can still get you into those other games, uh, Sheriff of Nottingham and, and Catan and all the other more, I think, more complicated uh, games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good gateway. Yeah, Catan, I don't recommend for newcomers. Oh, Except for Catan Junior. Especially if Catan you're, Junior you're is a really fun one. I've never played that one. It's really is simple. It I mean, nine, 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 nine ten-year-olds. It well, it's, it's it's more like they have little monkeys. And, oh, okay. You know, it's, it's, it's more nine, ten-year-olds can play. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But but it's still fun. It's still Catan. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's a lot less, yes, it's a lot less cutthroat. It's a lot, <laughs> yeah. you know, but um, it's a lot of fun. Now, and I'm over here playing, you know, like Tyrants of the Underdark, which is probably one of the most cutthroat games you can yeah. you can play because oh, yeah. it's all, you know, based off of the Drow Society and D&D, which if you know anything about them, you know, a, a, a backstab is a, is a, is a handshake. Yeah. <laughs> not well, that's how the sheriff of Nottingham too is. That, right? that's, that's just like, you, you are, you are cheating the guy next to you. That is, that is all there, there is to it. There will be hurt feelings. <laughs> there yeah. Is. yeah. There if is. you, if you don't walk away from the game board, like flipping the game board <laughs> and cursing out your friends and you haven't properly played. Yeah. For real. But you can, I mean, that's the great thing is I, that I expect from Monopoly that I expect right? from those kinds of games. Right? And, and it, you, you, although they are frustrating, you, but you still walk away because you play a fun game. Yeah. yeah. I, f- I couldn't find out that everyone plays Monopoly wrong, apparently. Yeah. Uh, yes. So <laughs> when you go, so when you land on a property, you're supposed, if you can't buy it, it goes up for public mm-hmm. auction. Uh, there's no, the fines and stuff do not go to free parking. No. And uh, <laughs> when you're in jail, uh, you don't get out until you roll. Right. That's like, there's no, oh, that's your third time you get, get you bailed. You get $50, right. No, you don't get out until you finish the roll. Like, that game is supposed to be quicker. just patently oh, quicker yeah. and just to feel patently unfair because it was a critique of the <laughs> economic <laughs> system at the time. So it's supposed to feel like, God, I didn't have a chance. It was like, but I think it's no, so you did not. No, because <laughs> no, it, is, it is a critique of capitalism. Yeah. It is capitalism sucks and it's bad. Now play this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you, you failed. I'll prove it to but you. But I feel like people trying to, to make it more fair. Is yeah. Like, and it's funny because it's like universally we all play it wrong. Like play the just, house We rules. just ignore yeah. the rules, it. which is essentially that – I land on a space and I can decide to purchase it or not. <laughs> right. And then I can continue going and it doesn't, but that version is. Unlike, like, you know, in real life, when I drive by a house, I have the option of uh, buying it or putting it up for auction. As soon as <laughs> no. I pass Just like real life. I'm here. Uh, I'm going to put it up for auction. So uh, the other two tournaments. Well, yeah. <laughs> the other two tournaments we have are Splendor and Azul, which Azul is a newer game that just came out this year, I think. Um, I haven't played it yet. But these are all fairly simple entry level games. If you played them once or twice, like don't be nervous about joining a tournament. Again, it's all for charity, and there's right. fun prizes. You know, it's being sponsored by um, Oklahoma 
Tabletop Gaming Club, Wizards Asylum, Luton XP, um, Game HQ are all sponsoring these. So there's prizes, but if you don't win a prize, then uh, you then hey, you, there's you, always the raffles. You gave money <laughs> for a good cause. I, I know several yeah. of them too. The second, basically, they're doing um, a first place prize to the winner, and then instead of doing a second, third, they just are basically raffling off a second prize for all the other entries. Oh, good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So like everyone has a chance. And we also have some uh, giveaway items like uh, Freddy's Frozen Custard gave us a whole bunch of like free Sundays and stuff oh, this good. year. So we'll probably be giving those to tournament entries. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's, so there's a, something. something they could walk, people can walk away with. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, the, you know, the truth is, go in there, like treat it like Vegas. Yeah. Like yeah. Don't, don't go in there thinking you're going to get anything for it. Just spend tons and tons and tons of money. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Four extra lives. But you'll feel yeah. even better about it because at yeah. least in Vegas, it's not it's, yeah. it's, going, it's, it's not going yeah. to the house. Yeah. Yeah. Every, it's going to the hospital. And it's, it's not rigged. Uh, yeah, every no. dollar of this goes to the yeah. charity. We don't, mm-hmm. we don't keep any. Which is Nobody. still fantastic. And that's, gonna, that's the food. That's, yep. and, and I remember last year, you could buy things in D&D. Yes. Yep, mm-hmm. we're doing that again. Uh, what yes. are some of the things you can buy in D and D? It's been curtailed a little bit. But, oh, is it really? <laughs> yeah, uh, we've 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 kind of over the years, you know, we've we've pared it down uh, to get to get to the things that are are the most fun and useful. for mm-hmm. and useful for both DMs and players. Mm-hmm. So um, this year we've kind of we've we've pared it down to uh, you can purchase re rolls for a dollar. Um, so there are dollar re rolls. There mm-hmm. are. Um, Five dollar auto crits is that is that what I auto crits are still right. at? It might be three. Yeah, we might have changed it a little bit, but yeah, it's like it's like five dollars, five dollars for an auto for an auto crit. Give us a twenty and you'll have options. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fine, it's fine. Um, we still have wild magic. We still have wild magic because that's that's always always fine. a popular one. So wait, 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 wait. What, what goes on with wild magic? So um, for those who for those who don't know the joy of wild magic, um, so basically one of the sorcerer types in fifth edition is the wild sorcerer. And that uh, magic type basically says that, oh, well, sometimes when you cast a spell, something happens, just something completely random. So there's a table in the player's handbook. It's, you know, it's it's a D100. So you roll a D100 well, and you consult the table. A few times you actually roll a percentile. Now yeah, I know. Round. It's one of the few times you roll percentile, but you, you roll it and you see what happens. And there are good things on that table and there are bad things on that table if you've actually like looked at it. Some really bad things. Some really bad things. And you, some really good things. And yeah. some really, I flew and once some, when I rolled it a while. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. but you so don't I set Jenny, sur- Jenny Greentee's house on fire because I flew. You don't want to fly <laughs> if you're like trying to sneak into That's some true. lair. <laughs> Yeah, and so it's 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 completely random. You know, a unicorn could show up in your game just for funsies, or you could turn into a potted plant. Hello, adventurers! <laughs> I'm like, a unicorn. <laughs> the potted plant happened last night in the yes. Twitch game. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, our bard. But what? But how the does this work in Wild Magic? It. As far as the 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 money, what do you do? You, do you so it's it's like a it's a five dollar it's a it's a five dollar purchase, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. basically you just drop down five dollars and scream. Some, Wild magic, <laughs> and uh, I. She tries to work it in. Yeah, I try yeah. to. I try to work sure. it in a little bit so that it at least makes some sort of sense. But um, no, sometimes it's just you know for funsies. Like I had one year uh, we were playing an adventure, and uh, like we you know I, I had somebody like purchase a wild magic for me as a DM mm-hmm. on, and so I, I decided when it went off, it went off during a goblin attack. And so one of our one of the the characters, the draconic bloodline sorcerer, 
Um, they're like, I don't want to deal with wild magic. And I'm like, hey, guess what? That's right. But uh, they got turned into a sheep <laughs> during the goblin attack. <laughs> and so the little goblin that was fighting them previously, all of a sudden is like, oh, sheepy. So the goblin picks up the sheep. And just starts running off <laughs> with the sheep because, like, you know, you're you a sheep a for a, yeah, yeah, sheep for a minute. So it's it like, great. oh, I got, I got dinner. And <laughs> so the the sheep was just bleeding at the other party members to come save it. <laughs> That's great. Now I, I remember last year, and here was a, you know, another suggestion: if you're not one to one to just play, you could just show up. I had a guy show up, threw down five bucks on our table, and yeah. said, "That's for." Five re-rolls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There yep. you go. And yeah. I mean, I, and he was going around to different tables. Like, because have you guys put it, you know, here, here's, you know, he was just pitching we have in money as well. Generous people yeah. 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 It's there's very, it's there's very been great. a couple years. I think one year, um, there's uh, there's a gentleman who he really, he really does like to drop like a lot of money. Like he saves up yeah. for extra life. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so one year he just dropped a hundred dollars and he said, okay, this is for the DMs do whatever you want to these to these players. And then he came back the next year and he was like, okay, so last year I was on the DM side. This year I'm on the player side. Yeah. So he again dropped $100 for all the players. And he, so yeah, yeah, it was awesome. We've had to curtail moment. some of them because <laughs> there, there's a balance between being fun and being disruptive in a sure. game and yeah. Yeah. making it challenging for the, the DM. But they're be. spending a lot of money. But I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you, could, if you could throw $5 every time down for a uh, auto crit. Yeah. We yeah. have stuff f- like ad creatures. Yeah. That's, yes, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That becomes a little difficult, yeah. to, especially in an epic. It becomes difficult to balance it um, because one creature and the way Five E is balanced, it's it's uh, lots. It, it basically people like to see high numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, you could make you could scale the D and D Five E down to be like armor classes of like five, and the roll is right. really low and stuff. <laughs> but the way it works is that Five E is balanced so that um, usually numbers in terms of like the number of party members or the number of uh, monsters or creatures, it always favors more than less. So right. you could be a level 16 hero and I could surround you with 30 kobolds and I'll probably kill you. Yeah. So it's because I just have more turns than you mm-hmm. um, to roll. So what happens is like if the you 100 start, do- do- uh, yeah. chihuahuas against a Doberman, they're still yeah. going to win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and then some creatures are added. They, they have additional, that's why they focus on like pack tactics for kobolds and stuff, but mm-hmm. not to get in those weeds. But the, with when you're adding creatures into uh, something like that, and I know some players like real last year we kind of scaled that back, and some people were very sad about it. And unfortunately, we're not going to have it this year either. Yeah. But they, it becomes too. Hands broken. You you it, you can break the game very carefully because yeah. a lot of those things are very carefully balanced sure. to, to remain. Um, there has to be this air of like I could die. Or well, like, there's been a lot of thought with the challenge ratings and the way it's set up mm-hmm. that you you make sure that you know a party of four has a certain you know at fifth level is a you know you need to have a challenge rating of five. Mm-hmm. If you throw any more or less, it's going to be so much of a challenge that it's not. I thought they're going to be too easy or not or too hard that mm-hmm. it's not going to be fun. Yes, yeah. as somebody who does you know like I, I do actively like write a lot of my a lot of my own mm-hmm. stuff and. I will sit there like encounters are one of the things that I do sit there and make sure to tweak because it is something that is very, very easy. Cobalt Fight Club. Yeah. Cobalt yeah. Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> it is very, very easy if you, you know, it's if you just resource. trot. Yeah. If you, if you just toss in creatures randomly, um, it, it, it can very easily become overpowering in the mm-hmm. extreme. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. 
There's no reason to have random yeah. random. Sometimes even just one more monster. It's like, like plan, ah. plan out your your, your encounters. This is very different now. 5e, the armor classes tend to be lower to hit. Players hit more often. So right. pe people like hitting with their characters. It's just something that makes them feel good. And wizards realize this as opposed to the old editions where you didn't hit very often. Mm -hmm. um, you hit much less often, even though armor classes have functionally not really changed a whole lot. Um, but... The, you hit lefts often, but because of that, cre old creatures in the old editions used to have much less hit points. Right, um, and also you could do more damage. Uh, I mean, if you got, you could, you could, you could, you run around with two-handed sword, with, which was three d six, if I remember correctly, from the first edition. Mm -hmm. I don't I remember mean, the, it the was, damage. It was, it was huge, and it, I mean, you could really up your damage big time, really fast. It mm -hmm. did not take much to up your damage. For the most part, you're running on only one die, either your 1d8 for your long sword, or mm -hmm. your, you, know, you can get up to 1d12, sure, with a great axe, or 2D, 2d6 for your great sword. Mm -hmm. But still, the first edition, man, you could really up the damage a lot, but it was a lot harder to hit. Yeah, a lot of, yeah. lot of these 5e like, big bosses are just like hit point pinatas, and yeah. like they, they're designed that way. They, you know, they'll have 300, 400 hit points or something like that because so players. So much. So much they, abuse. They yeah. do so much. Like somebody be like, I, I do chromatic orb and all three of them hit and I'm powering up to this level and they'll just like, there's 80 damage right there. And you're just like, oh, we're gonna, you know, shakes it off. No big deal. It's only <laughs> like a sixth of his hit points. So, <laughs> you know, players like seeing those big numbers, but it's still effectively the same power curve overall. And yeah. if you want to learn more about this, you can go follow Mike Merles or Jeremy Crawford on uh, on Twitter yeah. and, and see there. <laughs> follow, follow the designers. Follow go watch the their Twitch streams. They Five talk e, about it quite a bit. It's one of the reasons why I think 5e has become uh, kind of the pinnacle. It's, I think, why people are enjoying it. It's very accessible. Um, it really is. People enjoy it. It's really easy to read. Um, if you, I, Somebody was asking just on Facebook. They, their son wanted to start it. And they said, what books do I need to get? And I said, Player's Handbook. That's it. And it's yeah. like, what else do I need it's to get? No, no, really. That's yeah, it. Or if you, you might get the starter set if you choose to, but really for the same price, if you really look, search for it, you could find a player's handbook, that's a 5e player's handbook, that's all you need as a player. Go to the now, library. library yeah. might have and now, granted, I have, I have since gotten Sword Coast and Volos <laughs> and yeah. Mordenkainen. Yeah. You, just, you, you, you let that other stuff build up as you yeah. need it. But you don't you need get, it to start. Yeah, no, you, you just get the bare bones basics and you start from there. Yeah, mm -hmm. and really the, the, the best thing you can do is walk into something like the Extra Life event and go, I've never played before. And you'll be surrounded by people <laughs> who are just thrilled and there, you're there. And there will be, there will be DMs who are, are yeah. a little bit like Piranhas and they're like, way. come here. <laughs> and and it's, it really becomes that one of <laughs> us. Yes. One of us. Yeah, yes. because we're thrilled. We're thrilled to have more people Don't playing. play a rogue. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we are excited. Everybody, throw them a fighter character. I mean, those are so simple. And I think that uh, really easy to, to, to level up now that, uh, again, you go to the first edition where mm -hmm. it was, oh my god! I think gosh. Wizards had 1d4 hit points or something like that. They had 1d4, one spell yep. per day. Magic and missile. it was usually, it was either magic missile, shield, or sleep, yep. and a dart. Yep. <laughs> the dart, oh my god, yeah. I got to throw a dart at him. <laughs> that, was was a, a, that thing was just one, that was like a 1d2 or something. Or just like cowering in the corner with something. a dagger. Or just yeah. Like, yeah, you used to get your butt kicked early on in those oh, games. Yeah. The power yeah. curve was so flat, and then all of a sudden you hit a point, you became just gods incarnate. Oh, yeah. And but and also the but the leveling the the experience points so that it slow. took to so go slow. and depending on what you picked some like paladins would take forever. The for paladins you. used to be uh, they were prestige class, so you could only be a paladin if your rolls matched the necessary stats. Yes, wow. along yeah. with ranger and I believe illusionist and ninja. Yeah, I think ninja and was a prestige none class. of them. Could you be a non-human? 
Yeah, you, had, they, to be, they you could, had to be human. There was there was there was such a race. You had to you had a tithe. You had you had to be lawful good. You had a mm-hmm. tithe. You you could only have ten magic items, but you did get some awesome perks like a bounded mount, and um, you just you 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 had access to spells, and you you were a fighter in some sense. But your Thacko table wasn't as good as like a fighter's, but right. it was still pretty good. My Thacko is two hit AC zero. Yeah. <laughs> so a uh, little known fact, Gary Gygax we'll adapted for babies. adapted D and D from Battleship combat tabletop mm-hmm. games. So yeah. in in battleships and in, in warships, they have an armor class attached to them. So they just kind of directly move that over to D and D. So that's where the we have armor the term class. armor class yeah. coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, so. In those concepts, you would roll and then you would subtract based upon a table that you had for your class. So they would be, and they would vary by level. So it was way more kind of spreadsheety. Yeah. Um, a fighter would have his Thacko table and a rogue would have their Thacko table and they would have to look. And a fighter's usually had an easier time hitting with a melee weapon as opposed to, say, a wizard. Right, an armor class went down, not up. Uh, so like having a, a hang, you could actually, like I think plate mill gave you like a negative two yeah. or a negative three. So it would they would have to roll on the die. So they would roll the die, and they would have their modifiers, and then you would subtract in, from the die to see if you hit them. Right. It so, was a whole bunch of math. It was a little bit opposite. You're like, why do, why do I'm we just, just I'm just glazing yeah, over yeah, already? Like, like what yeah, is the role play? It, it, you could tell it was made by by ver- very much uh, some serious nerds. Oh yeah. So who were like, this is for us. Nobody yes. should have this. Yes. Well, and I know we've been talking about D and D a lot, but we also are featuring Pathfinder and Starfinder. Oh, yeah, not yeah. forget, oh, not Which, forget our Pathfinder buddies. If you yeah. miss D and D three point five or yeah. three, mm-hmm. the Pathfinder is for you. And I do believe they released Pathfinder. a new rule set. Has, has so, two point come out yet? No, I, it's in beta. It's in beta, okay. and we'll actually be running it at Extra Life. A lot of the people yeah. at our store have access to it. So yeah. Yes. If you want to play. When are the Pathfinder games? I've been thinking about possibly <laughs> looking at. It. I've never. <laughs> I, know, I went from one to five. I never. I didn't play right. anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I've I've heard some um I've heard some things about like the beta. Apparently it is kind of going it is going a little more simplified similar to 5e yeah. like not going as much from, math because i've heard yeah. that was one of the complaints about yeah Pathfinder. so that's yeah. so that's one of the things but uh no yeah we're we're gonna have um i believe the i believe they're having some sort of they're doing a pathfinder epic a pathfinder friday epic night. on friday night and spell jammers starting or, at, not around jammers, eight space jammers starfinder uh, starfinder i'm thinking of the <laughs> I'm yes, thinking, you are you're thinking I'm of sorry. spell jammer man no no i'm thinking of the that awesome Windjammers. I'm thinking that awesome <laughs> NES game or Super <laughs> NES game. Never mind. Yeah, so, so they're Pathfinder playing a epic. first edition epic of Pathfinder mm-hmm. Friday, and then um, they'll continue Pathfinder. They're pretty much doing the full 24 hours, but scheduled yeah. is Friday, and then Saturday they're going to be doing the first edition Pathfinder as well as beta testing second edition Pathfinder, yes. oh. and they're going to be doing Starfinder, which is kind of like the Star Trek. I'm so psyched to play that. I don't even know what it's called. Yeah, well, um, we were doing a little bit, a little bit of Starfinder Edmund Unplugged. I was just kind of running it for funsies, um, but yeah, it's it's basically Pathfinder. It's it's Pathfinder in, in space. space. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> and you know, I there's there's it. a lot of those those Danger whole Robinson. yeah, all those all those sci-fi tropes about you know like. Um, the humans have no home world and have kind of forgotten about like what happened, what happened to the home world. And no. so there's, so there's a lot of interesting like story elements there, but um, I really like it because it, it definitely gives a different flavor. So I, I wouldn't describe it as Star Trek because mm-hmm. yeah, it's no, not no, really no. sci-fi. Then it would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's space, space fantasy. fantasy. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's space fantasy instead of, 
instead of science fiction. Yeah. So, cause you still do have, um, you still do have magic. So you still do have some of those mm-hmm. fantasy kind of role play tropes. Um, but it has been, it has been redressed and a lot of things have been, uh, redone. So that way, um, if you play it right, you can't actually avoid the elves and dwarves and all of that mm-hmm. nonsense. But, um, but that would still be fun. Yeah. Cool. Is it like, yeah. is it, is it cyberpunk or is it, it not really related uh, to that? It's, so it's not like Shadowrun or anything like no, that? No, it's not. It's not. So the best way I can describe it is that like for me, like Shadowrun and Cyberpunk, like part of that genre that those games are part of is that they have that very kind of dark and gritty and kind of dystopian dystopian thing. Whereas Starfinder does air more towards the Star Trek where things have gotten better. Life looks a little brighter. It's not like Mm -hmm. quite as dim and dark so the future the future is hopeful (laughs) well i'm i'm gonna be trying to play a game there so yeah Uh, i've been wanting to try this game i got the name wrong for uh, (laughs) starfinder but i've been been, yeah i've been i've been playing starfinder and i've been playing uh it's a i've been playing a human and it's one of the few times i've played a human but like I feel like humans in space Human are the weird. They're the weird ones. They're the yeah. weird ones in space, <laughs> sure. right? Yeah. So they're, they're the babies. Yeah, they're the, the, they're the babies who just they we've just figured out space travel. Woo! Mm. Um, but I've been playing. He's a he's a class called an envoy, which is kind of a a weird child of a bard and a rogue. Because um, there's so many things that he can do to like help his allies, but then also make himself really awesome. Um, I think one of my favorite ones is like, is like a, I, one of my feats that I took is, is a distraction. And so there was one time we were sitting there playing in like an office space and like the main enemy that we were fighting against was, I was, I was trying to get my operative, which is basically a rogue. I was trying to allow them to hide. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to distract him. So I'm going to use this, uh, minor psychic power I have. <laughs> my telekinetic hand mm-hmm. and I'm going to uh, pull a stapler off the desk, bonk the boss in the head and then just grab the stapler and oh <laughs> see I love that because it really still, still, still a whole bunch of role playing there yeah yeah there's there's ways to have fun with it and even in like a a crunchier game like Pathfinder Starfinder that does have a lot of like a lot of rules you know they have a lot of tactical rules yeah. that you you can follow mm-hmm. um, but you can still have you know your fun little role play moments of you know me me with my stapler just <laughs> are, are there going to be any other role playing stuff? You got Starfinder, Pathfinder. Those are D&D. the scheduled things. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and because our seating is kind of tight, we do have um, an eight seat round table that's kind of a floater. Uh, it could be so if you came in and wanted to run a shadow run, you could yeah. in theory run on that table. Um, especially after midnight hour, that's when a lot of sure, stuff clears yeah. out. Yeah. So we always encourage people like if there's a game like the maybe a long game, a game that you don't get to play very often bring that and or try and get some people and come in that like 2 a.m 3 a.m and come yeah. play we'll it find um, people to play with yeah the like only time one, the stores open 24 yeah. hours yeah the like the 1 a the 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 2 a.m to like 10 a.m yeah like that's kind of when things kind of quiet down uh and so it is a good time to kind of just bring you know whatever mm, you want to bring Cthulhu. we've call had Cthulhu. people play that yeah. um what was the horror games they were playing last year um like vampire or something like that. Yeah, they were playing. Um, really vampire? Was it betrayal at House on the Hill? Well, there was like a, it was a long. Way. No, it was a Arkham long. Horror. Horror. Arkham oh. Horror. They were playing oh. Arkham Horror. Yeah, no. Um, if you haven't played Betrayal at House on the Hill, like that is, it's such a fun yeah. game. Yeah, that's a fun <laughs> game. You're ex- you're exploring a haunted house. I think Barovia was as far as I <laughs> can go. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, 
There's even a D&D clone of, of Betrayal at House on the Hill <laughs> called really? Betrayal at Baldur's Gate. So oh, whatever God. flavor you want, we got you. We got you, boo. <laughs> a few years ago, we even had, uh, it was Ron, the, one of the owners of the store. Uh, he played a game of Twilight Imperium. Mm-hmm. And I think it went like 12 plus hours and they didn't finish it. That, yeah, like the yeah. re- the regular Twilight <laughs> Imperium is like, it could be like a 24 hour game on its own. It's like this insane board game with all these pieces. I can't even describe it. The box but, is huge. That's all yeah. I yeah. yeah. So they tried to play it and I think they went like 12, 13 hours before they just kind of went like, okay, we're done. Yeah. Versus, we're not yeah. actually like done, but we're done. We're, we're it's done. like a hundred something yeah. dollar game too. So if mm-hmm. you, you know, some people do bring some right. pretty significant uh, games from their collection. So if you're looking to play some of these games, you know, come down. It might be your only shot at playing yeah. some of these more expensive it's games. To try out have. something, because yeah, you don't necessarily know if you want. I mean, yep. you, you don't know if you want to buy Gloomhaven. <laughs> but, I don't know too many people even, let you play their Gloomhaven. If you but, can even get your hands on a copy yeah, of Gloomhaven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they, but but I mean, what do you could come down because be, those games are really expensive. Yep. Um, and, and I mean, it's an opportunity. There are some D and D games. Uh, there's a Tomb of Annihilation. There's yeah. uh, those have been made into board games that and again, they're like 60, in the 70 bucks. Yeah. And it's like, do I want to yeah. spend that much money if I don't know if I'm going to like it? Yeah. So it's a great opportunity to come to down try and try it. out. Yep. We also have donated Scythe, um, the Star Wars Legion game, board game, oh, wow. Dragon Force. Um, so we have some big Dragon board Force. games donated to the raffles too. So that's another chance if you're like, oh, I've always been interested in Scythe, but it's a you know, $70 game or whatever. And how much is a raffle? Um, so they're a dollar a ticket okay. or you can get 25 tickets for $20. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So, um, and we'll have four raffles. They'll be at 10 p.m., 2 a.m., um, 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. And we kind of tried to make it even. Mm-hmm. So there's like an even amount of like, you know, high dollar items and kind of middle level items. Mm-hmm. And in, how uh, long is the epic? The epic will last for about three hours. Three hours. Three, okay. four hours. So there will be yeah. plenty of time before and after to play some games as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which I also like the fact that it's not late because then it feels like it was the last game uh, at four o'clock. Yeah. Like, oh, like last year. The epic yeah. itself is three hours, but you should definitely get there early. To oh, be gosh. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. more like a four hour commitment. Well, if you get to, there in the morning, you can have some Hertz donuts. Yeah. You know, you can. We're going to do like we always do. We can we do an armband that will cover all the meals. And we're doing um, bar S donated food Friday night. And we're going to cook some hot dogs and have some sides and things. So if you, you come yeah. Friday night, That's you can have amazing. you can have dinner. You can do a D&D epic where you can do a board game tournament or pathfinder or uh, we also have artemis we always have that every year it's mm-hmm. which is great fun if you yeah, ever yeah. play yeah. artemis it's, yeah. it's 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 if you if you like star trek or you know babylon 5 or you any want to be on the bridge of a and you want to yeah. be on the bridge of a, of a ship um you, you know you get five people sit down and you all have to work together it, it's not the most graphically sophisticated game but that's not the point the point is uh it's, to, it's a video game. It's the only work. video game that we bring because it's kind of like a, a video game that can be played in real life. Yeah. And it's, it is there. There's role playing part of it because yeah. you are playing. You yeah. are. You, you are, are not. Officer, you're not playing yeah. the ship. You are playing a navigator. You are playing yeah. a helmsman. You're the you're engineer. Weapons yeah. communication. Yeah. Captain. And I love that. It's and so wonderful. That'll be Friday night only. So if you're interested in playing that, he'll have that all set up, and you just walk up to Bubba. He's a great guy, and he's got his TV. It'll there'll be TVs and and laptops. Can't miss him. Yeah, played that at SoonerCon last year, and it yeah. was just amazing. We uh, so the food is is going to be um, so twenty. We're going to do twenty dollars for the entire event, so that will give you four meals. Yeah, it'll, it'll be give you four, four meals. Four meals. Yeah, because that's dinner Friday night. So let's say you come Friday night, you play some Artemis, you go home, come back, you get some Hertz donuts in the morning. 
you uh, you put some raffle tickets in. You put maybe some play some board games. Um, and then you have then we'll have lunch. And it's Game HQ sponsoring. I'm, I'm not. I, haven't I think this year they're they're games. airing. So last year they did uh, Mexican. Yeah. It was like flautas, and I think they did chips and nachos and salsa. Yeah. So and a lot of people really like the flautas and stuff. So I think this year they're there was such a positive feedback. They're yeah. they're leaning towards that. We, they we haven't, don't have confirmation. They haven't confirmed it yet, but yeah. it's going to be good food. Um, yeah. We've never had complaints about the quality of the food. Yeah. Um, so it's mm. going to be twenty dollars for, and then uh, and, then and then we'll have a the pizza dinner is going to be pizza. Dinner. That's, that's, that's the, the Domino's, thing. right? That's the Domino's. And we, we do the, the pizza last because it's easy to because people want to they, they're playing the epic. It's easy to grab pizza and then eat and yeah, it's it is epic all you will can be eat. Wrapping up around that time, so all, all of these are all you can eat. You know, within reason. Like yeah. you can't grab how much. Well, how much is it for just if you don't go for four six. meals? There's six dollars. Six dollars okay, a meal. Um, so the armbands are a really great deal. Aside from the fact that you're you know contributing to charity but so this year we're going to do twenty dollars for the armband and then you're also going to get five dollars raffle tickets that's great that. oh wow that's yeah. fantastic so um so even if you end up just coming saturday it's yeah. still it's still so a deal you still get yeah. a deal you still get some raffle tickets um kids under 12 will, will pretty much just be free um so for a lot of parents i know that was kind of a that, that can be a sticking point mm-hmm. it's like i gotta pay for all my kids um we're under 12 you know kids will eat free um so you don't have to worry about if you have, you know, a bunch of little ones, they, you know, don't worry, we'll feed them. Mm-hmm. And there's also plenty of free games too. Um, yep. yeah. you know, the board games, Epic's free yes. and are, it's, the re-rolls are optional. Game HQ has a huge library um, of there's games. There's a, a huge to, library of games just to, even if you don't bring a game to play. And they're, they, they were playing Pokemon that morning. I know that's, mm-hmm. that's not part of this, but yeah. it's part of the, and, and I tell you, uh, my son showed up one day and he bought the Pokemon from them. They sat him down and taught him people from taught Game HQ how to play Pokemon. Pokemon mm-hmm. and so oh, they're the, people the friendliest HQ. people at Game HQ. Mm-hmm. So if they're if your kids come down and they want to play, the Game HQ is going to help them out and getting them games. So yeah. it's not going to be a problem. Even yeah, if, you're coming, if you're coming to play Magic or Pokemon, like it's it's all we're all in the same room. You can still come yeah. get food yeah. if you want to like play your Pokemon or Magic in the morning. You could still join the Epic in the afternoon or some board game tournaments or you know what. Have we never you. had to convince very, Ron. It's very open. This. Yeah, <laughs> we, right, we never yeah. had to convince Ron about any of this. It was very like. You know, Amber brought the idea to Ron, and Ron was like, "What do you need?" That's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Ron, yeah. Ron was always generous. very much on board and very generous with mm-hmm. this. So we could not do this without without Ron. Mm-hmm. No, that's amazing. So where can people find out information about this? They should um, the extra life. So yeah, extra life okc dot org slash ghq, mm-hmm. and that will that's a short link that will get you to our extra life um, charity page, and um, on there you can donate directly. Uh, if you want, uh, that's an easy way to say, like, say if you're budgeting and you're like, I know I want to donate a hundred dollars, let's just mm-hmm. say, and then you can come and tell us, hey, I'm, you know, John Smith, and I donate a hundred dollars online. I'd like to apply that to right. raffle yep. tickets and food and all that, and that that's a good way to do it. Um, we'll also take cash on site. We're really trying to be able to take credit cards on site this year. Um, we think we'll be able to. We do prefer that. cash, you do but we cash do pay, makes do you do it PayPal easiest. as well, or is it just? Um, we're thinking you can do PayPal through. Uh, you can do PayPal through, through the, the website. Through the website. Okay, but, so if you paid through PayPal and and you could come in and say, yeah. okay, I, I gave mm-hmm. forty dollars, so I could get two buy, two armbands and yep. and yep. right. Okay, so cool. yeah. if you if you cool. can show us that you you know 
we'll honor any any donation that you made on the website. We'll honor it with, with commis- whatever commiserate items, uh, you want. items on raffle yeah. tickets. Or of course, with an iPad or an iPhone, you could do that yeah. right there. Yeah, you, you can yeah. do it. Yeah. That's how we've done it in the past is yeah. if someone didn't have cash, is I just gave them the link essentially and you can do it on yeah. your phone. That's wonderful. We should have a square reader this year in order to <laughs> just, to, in to, just yeah. to take yeah. it. Um, we would prefer cash just because there is a, there's a, a fee. transaction fee involved. So some we'll money, have to some mo- somebody's profiting off of it. That's not the the hospital, oh, but that's but true. if that's your only way of doing it, we will gladly we will gladly do that. Um, we'll probably wind up just tacking the fee on, yeah, just to mm-hmm. make sure. But um, that's that's still in the works. But we'll cash is always accepted. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so uh, your, your cash, cash is good cash here. accepted anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the website's really easy. Um, and also on the website, you'll find our full schedule. You'll find um, if you want to do the D and D events, please. The sign-up links are on the website please, please. because sign these up. are going to be a thing that you probably won't be able to just walk in. You need no, to RSVP. No, it's going to fill up. It's going to yeah. fill up. And yeah. everybody go, if you, especially again, if you've never played D&D before, this is an awesome opportunity yeah. to, to play it. And, and if you don't have a character yet, I know it, it asks for character, but you could probably just notate on there like, I'm new. and Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like... It's not a requirement necessarily to like have a character to put in for the sign up. Just as long as you get your, you know, get your name in there, you know, mm-hmm. even just you just might type in need pregen or right. something. Yeah. yeah. So no, we'll or we'll create that. Yeah, or, or we'll create. Like that, yeah. yeah. No, we'll we'll take care of you. We'll get you we'll get you slotted in. We will not turn you away. No. It's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna see an epics I our first experience of that with Sunicon was just phenomenal had such an amazing time bonkers yeah they're amazing um do you guys are you guys doing anything with twitter or facebook at all with Uh, yeah we have a facebook event on facebook that's uh extra life 2018 at game hq if you put that in the search bar the Mm -hmm. event will show up uh we also have a page for all of our extra life happenings in oklahoma city it's uh, Extra Life for Children's Hospital Foundation. Oh, good. So if you like that page, you'll see all of the events we do throughout the year. We do a lot of um, smaller things where we'll have booths at different events. So we're just spreading the word because, like I said, Extra Life, uh, if you go extra-life.org, it's a, a national, semi-international because it's Canada mm-hmm. too, um, organization. And anyone can make an Extra Life page. You can make your goal as little as $100. And with that, uh, you can Twitch stream. Like, it's not just tabletop games. It's, no. it's video games. It's mm-hmm. it's all kind of gaming. Yeah. Um, and there's another a number of ways. You know, you can get in touch with me. I'm Amber Hannigan. You can mm-hmm. find me on Twitter and Facebook. Um, but I can, if you're interested in starting your own Extra Life event, I can help you. Um, I've got an FAQ written up and, and all that. Yeah, I love the fact that well, it was one of the things that, that convinced me to be a part of the Extra Life was it's not just a, a local thing that was created here. This is a, mm-hmm. an international It's a Children's Miracle event. Network charity. That or, or or foundation, foundation. that uh, we, that we just happen to be able to localize. So yeah. you know, the money stays here, but it's it's controlled by an international foundation mm-hmm. that yeah. makes sure that it's not that it's that it's viable. It's real. This is not just a fly by night yeah. thing. This is a real thing that, that matters. Mm-hmm. That's going to the money's going to local, and that's why we can generate tax receipts for you. As yeah. well, exactly. So. That said, we are the largest extra life event in Oklahoma. Oh really? Another, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, lots of five yeah. years. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Tulsa. <laughs> They have a pretty big, but they kind of combine theirs into one. Yeah. And Tulsa has a different, there's a hospital in Tulsa. We're the largest that they single do. event. We're the, we're the largest, blah, we're the largest children's hospital foundation. Are there, are there event. thoughts about maybe making more epic, uh, more, more extra lives now that you've got, um, that you got so much interest in it about possibly doing one at like some of the, cause I was thinking since, since last year, you've had 
three, I think, game stores open. One in Choctaw, the Edmund yep. Unplugged yeah. and PB&J. I know a lot of the shops like Edmund Unplugged yeah. are interested in doing their own Mike's, events. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Ship is yeah. the owner up at Edmund Unplugged. He he has kind of spoken with me mm-hmm. and I think Amber, I think you have, yeah. have you talked to him Talk as well? Talked to him a little bit. I yeah. think he's talking about like maybe early 2019, like in the... Yeah, we're, we're thinking about doing something, something. It something. is a lot of work to host yeah. one of these events. <laughs> well, and I don't sure think they're prepared is. for when you kind of hit them with like all the deets. They're mm-hmm. like, oh... Uh, Maybe maybe in six months. Yeah, and it also yeah. depends on you've got to have the volunteers. You got to get the staff. Yep. You got um, you got it you know, all coordinated. Yeah. So. Yeah, all coordinated. And like yeah. and the reason why we do it at GameHQ is because they have the space. Yeah, yes. and that's they have and a large. They give game us room, the space for free. And they yeah. give us the space. Um, and pretty much all I've visited all of the other game stores. I haven't visited the new Wizards Asylum yet, but they don't. They come. Some of them come close. Like Edmund Unplugs has a yeah. decent space, but it's not quite. Oh no, nothing nothing compares to Game HQ. It's not the wide open yeah. it's not the wide open game yeah. room of Game HQ. So but it is, you know, it oh, is a good oh, space. Yeah. I think any of them can do a, a little more scaled down mm-hmm. event. Um, you know, game, uh, Edmund and Plug could run an epic. Yeah. But yeah. they probably couldn't run That's, board game tournaments on top of an epic, right. for example. Yeah. So um any I think any of these stores can do any event they want and it would be a lot of fun. And yeah. I would like to see more stores and I would like to see more people um, doing events. Yeah, the more the more we can, people we can get interested in, the more well, the more money that goes to the yeah, yeah that the goes to the hospital. hospital. So that's yeah. fantastic. And I do a lot of great work over there. All right, uh, Anna, Amber, you said you're on Twitter. What's your, yeah, what's your I'm Twitter handle? I'm Hanneken. It's H A N N E K E N. Matt, are you on name. Twitter? I am. I'm at Solarin. S O L A R I N. Okay, Ashley. You can find me uh, at L A Shadowed Heart. <laughs> Shadow Heart. Shadow Heart. And uh, thank you so very much. We're looking forward. Just uh, that's going to be uh, October 12th and 13th at Game HQ. And this Tuesday, yep. October yep. 2nd, go eat at Chili's. Eat at Chili's. Tell them it's for Extra Life. Yes. Make sure you tell them. Make sure you yes. say it's please, for Extra Life. Please, 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 please announce that you're there. And then also. Tell um, other people to say it too while they're there too. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, this, this Saturday is our last, final. Uh, is our final big finale, finale on Twitch. Oh, yes. So that's twitch.tv slash O-H-K-A-Y. Yes. O-K-A-H-Y. O-H-K-A-Y. <laughs> it's like, okay. Oh. Okay. That's because okay. it's okay. She's yeah. the one who's, yeah. yeah. Her okay. name's yeah. Kaylee. That's Kaylee. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that'll be around 6 p.m. on this Saturday. Yeah. 6 p.m. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Come and join us. It's 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 fun. It yeah. is a lot. I saw the first one. I haven't, I, I need to catch up. Because right? I you the gotta, first one. gotta get caught up because uh, there's a story. Video. Yeah, there is. If you yeah. go there now, um, <laughs> There's like a videos tab. If you've never been on Twitch, there's a videos tab and that's the VODs video on demand. Mm-hmm. And you can watch, just look for the last three Saturday dates. Yep. And those are, um, you can catch up on the story. Yep. And yeah. I'm sure she'll do a recap before. It's yeah, I try, to, I try to do a little bit of a recap. Previously. Yeah. Previously on, on yes. D&D. It's been really. No, 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 no. It gets the, it gets <laughs> yeah. the epic last time on D&D. <laughs> it's been really entertaining. Like, it's, it's wonderful. It's a lot we've, of got, we've got a good group because we've got, we've got the guys from mm-hmm. Red Six to Golden Corral. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick and Caleb are there with us. We mm-hmm. have. Um, They're a hoot. They, they're yes. amazing. We've yeah. already, yeah, and we've already raised over eight hundred dollars on yeah, our extra life great. page from that. And yes, it's, so. yeah, we're almost nine hundred dollars towards our and goal. looking for five thousand dollars by five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars, big goal. That's gonna be amazing. Thank you so very much for showing up again. Great, yeah. awesome. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Uh, that's gonna do it for our show. You can find us on our website, okigeek.com Also on Twitter and Facebook at Okie Geek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. 
You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And you can find me at KOSU Michael C on Twitter. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Also, rate us and leave a comment until next time. Along with Amber Hannigan, Matt Cavanaugh, and Ashley King, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on. <laughs>